Alrighty, should we should we get into it? We should. So today at Chech, what did you learn, <laughs> Miss Anza? I'm dead. Um, today at Chech, we there was very very interesting topic. So we were talking about um the flesh and the spirit, right? And he was talking about how when you hold on, let me get my theology. Oh, wait, sorry, correct. can I can I just I didn't want to interrupt, but. I wanted to do like a little mini disclaimer for the people listening because I know the second that a lot of people hear the words church, religion, Christianity, they're like bogey words to certain people. And I want to I want to just say to the people before you listen to this podcast is just suspend your judgment or any prejudices you already currently have. And just be open to listening. That doesn't mean that you have to agree with everything that we're, we're going to be talking about or we're not trying to like persuade you or anything like that. It's just go into it with an open mind and be ready to just just listen to the listen to the combo vibe no, out and then at the end of it just analyze what you actually think of it. Uh, do you agree with some points? Do you disagree? And you know, reshift your reshift your uh, judgment. So yeah, that that's a little disclaimer exactly. for that the people. That was a good one. That was a good disclaimer. But um, yes, yeah, so we were talking about. I mean, the main overarching message today was sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um. And what that means, what is sacrifice? Why do we have to sacrifice in a wider context? Why is sacrifice even important? And then as an offshoot of that, we're talking about sacrificing the flesh in favor of the spirit, which if you're hearing that kind of phrase for the first time, sounds crazy and like (laughs) mystical and weird, but essentially it means to shed the ego in favor of like, your true self if i needed to translate it into like non-christian or theological terms or whatever and to do that means letting your physical self or your body die or in other words ego death so that your spirit can receive life or your soul can Mm -hmm. thrive is is that making sense yeah i think so um i don't want to interject but would this example make sense so when you say sacrificing the flesh for the spirit mm-hmm. could an example be like exercise um obviously it's a healthy thing like your body is feeling feels good when you do exercise like you're doing it to to for benefits of the body but say you're doing a run you're literally like in a state of suffering so that you're feeding your mind and things like that would that apply to that same uh quote or no in that sense of enduring suffering for a greater reward yes yeah in the actual literal context of exercise being equivalent to sacrificing the flesh technically no okay I because got what it means in, in the context of christianity basically means to like forsake earthly and physical things in favor of heavenly things or spiritual things so you forget about things like money and drugs or overindulgence in food or overindulgence in sex or overindulgence in whatever mm-hmm. earthly thing you know greed things like that in favor of love and compassion and humility and valuing the things which you can't put a price on like yeah. relationships and things like that with with people that that's kind of kind of what it means and then of course above all of that or or you know interwoven in all of that would be strengthening your relationship with god as a result of 
like sacrificing or leaving behind your fresh your flesh sorry and physical self uh in favor of um your spirit which would also help you to become strengthened in your spirit and enrich and further your relationship with god and becoming more loving and compassionate and things like that mm-hmm. so, so yeah that's kind of what the what one of the main messages today was yeah and what would you say you like took from that like how would you then apply that to your like own life yeah because it's quite abstract when you just have it said to you like that yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. so how do like, i I'm, sacrifice yeah. my flesh daily um so that would be things like waking up in the morning and instead of checking my phone straight away i would pray or read the bible or something or to translate mm. that for somebody who doesn't have a faith waking up in the morning and meditating for 15 minutes instead mm. of rushing straight into worrying about earthly affairs and things like that just get centered with yourself like mm-hmm. you need to let the first thing on your mind in the morning should be doing something for the betterment or for the enrichment of your soul rather mm. than your physical body or being or mind or whatever do you know what i mean so you wake yeah. up get your mind right before you go and tackle the day um mm-hmm. and then obviously withstanding kind of um I don't want to say temptations because I feel like that's too, that's religious language. I want to make it more like accessible, but like resisting, you know, you want to eat, say you're, you're trying to, you're on a diet or you're trying to go for a run every day, but you want to sit down and you want to eat a meal of the most, like the worst, most unhealthiest Mm -hmm. food. Like, you know, it's bad for you. Yeah. Want to do it. Like negative impulses, would you say? Yeah, Yeah. 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 Especially ones that pertain to like, physical experiences as well so like the negative impulse to maybe overeat when you know you shouldn't yeah don't overeat go do go read a book or something go Mm -hmm. nurture your you know your brain or your mind or your soul or your spirit or whatever and ignore that bodily thing which you know is negative for you leave it behind and and keep pushing you know and it's that sort of thing of like i don't know why greed is what's on my mind what are the seven deadly sins again i I couldn't tell you yeah i can't i couldn't tell you either but greed is one of them laziness or sloth would be another um i'd say lust lust yeah 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 so then another example would be something like say you just like have like a porn addiction or some shit yeah yeah envy something like that Yeah, yeah 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 All I don't even that. know where this is coming from. I don't know how I know these. But... Well, they're, they're, they're quite like, they're kind of in pop culture. For yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a movie about it. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So something like that as well. Like last, like if you were like addicted to porn or like you were addicted to masturbation or something. Is this PC? And actually we've said some crazy shit. Uh, yeah, well, time. they know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Say you had an addiction to any of those things. To sacrifice the flesh would be to make an effort toward giving that up so that you can give time to enrich yourself in other areas of your life which will benefit you mm-hmm. um and and things along those lines yeah and i want to i want to reload back to what you said about how um the example you use is instead of going your phone going on your phone the second that you wake up maybe doing like meditation or things like that i literally um not recently so i'm not gonna <laughs> pretend like and do virtual <laughs> yeah, signaling yeah, yeah. Like, i'm this <laughs> woke guy whatever but um, I went for a period of like really trying to make sure the first thought I had and the last thought I had. So the first thought that I had when I woke up and the last thought I had before I went to sleep was a positive one. And one that actually like what you were describing, like fed my soul. Um, and a routine that I was into for a while was so instead of going on my phone, I would leave my phone upstairs. So the second that my phone goes off, turn the alarm off, turn the phone back down, face down go downstairs, 
make my banana Weetabix, so like a healthy breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go outside, because this was in like summer, like it wasn't like that cold. Um, mm-hmm. Open my front door and the sun would always be like beaming down, like facing towards the door. And I'll just be eating my breakfast, standing outside, breathing in fresh air and just like kind of thinking about what I got to do today, kind of thinking about any like thoughts there on the surface of my mind since I woke up. And just kind of like, great way to start just kind of getting my ready, like my, myself ready for the day. And then likewise, before I go to bed, not being on my phone, um, what I was doing was uh, like meditation. So I was using the app Headspace, cheeky plug because they're the, they're the <laughs> goats. <laughs> Using no. this app Headspace. So for the last like 10, 15 minutes of my of my day, I'm just in like kind of um like thoughtlessness. I'm just kind of a relaxed state of mind, accepting that the day's done and coming to terms with like my bo- letting my body come to rest naturally rather than just being on my phone until my eyes hurt and then I decide to go bed an hour later than what I was supposed to. Um so yeah, that's what I've been trying to get into. And I'd encourage everyone that's listening to try and get a routine obviously it is a lot easier said than done but to mm-hmm. an, a certain extent it's not actually that difficult you just kind of got to do it and you got to kind of not overthink it or just think about it at all you just got to be like okay this is what we're doing now and then get in the routine of doing it because once you're in the routine it's like momentum like you just get into it and then that's what you do so yeah, yeah no i feel you and just to like clarify more because i I don't want it to be like vague. What are the things of the flesh? What are the things of the spirit? Um, just to like try and translate it again one more time. That would be, I don't know if I already said this, but be stuff like money was a big one that uh, they were talking about mm-hmm. is one of the biggest like things of the flesh or the body or the earth or whatever you want to call it. Not the earth, but you know, the world, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. is one of the biggest like barriers that stops people from being able to sacrifice their flesh if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because they can't sacrifice the love of money and that leads to a lot of a lot of issues yeah would you just sorry uh, i was gonna say would you describe it as like things that put you in a lower state of consciousness and meaning my meaning by that is like things that just attract negativity things that make you a quote-unquote worse version of yourself and money greed envy like the seven deadly sins are Mm -hmm. all things that are those things that like attract negativity which are also things that are the flesh in this example of like the Mm. sacrificing the flesh yeah i really like yeah no no i 100% agree with um yeah it's like things that would stop you from being able to obtain a higher state of consciousness if you want to put it like that i like Mm -hmm. i like that way of of translating it definitely i put it that way and it's like the more you sacrifice these things or the more you're willing to let them go or kill them even Mm. the closer you get or the more conscious you become let's say or the more alive you feel in your spirit and your soul and you know they were relating it to things like and i was thinking about it even as he was talking you know when people are like oh i feel dead inside what does that mean you're fully alive in your body Mm -hmm. you're fully alive in your flesh in fact you have you have failed to sacrifice your flesh so much to the point where that's the only thing that's alive and your spirit is completely dead to the point where you can say something like, I feel dead inside. You know, sometimes we have to think about what these things mean in a wider context because that's a big thing to to say. Do you know what I mean? People who can say stuff like, I feel dead inside. How can it be that you can be alive and living and breathing and still feel dead? Yeah. From my perspective, perspective or uh christian's perspective or theological perspective or whatever that would obviously be an indication that 
your spirit is suffering or your soul is like in pain you know your soul is dying because you're not giving it life because you're giving all your life and energy to your flesh you, you've done it backwards you've sacrificed your spirit in favor of your flesh so now you're maybe you have a lot of money um whatever you you, you know you're indulging in all of in all of the worldly or earthly things or whatever you want to call them but you feel dead inside you know yeah. your soul or your spirit is just not around yeah and a great quote that i love that like will summarize what you just said is alive but not quite living deathly but not quite dead mm. and it's like when you're in a state of you know you don't even feel any type of like you're numb you're numb to living because you're just living in like a state of kind of I'd, i would say a lower state of consciousness that's the best way i could describe it mm. um and then to the people that might say oh well it's not that deep you know like going on my phone like oh i don't know da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. but then it's like well do you not think that that's potentially the reason that you feel like this the way you do and oppositely if it was doing such a good thing for you why don't you feel amazing after like Literally. continuously like as in you might feel good in the time being but really you don't even feel good you just feel numb because you're not really thinking at all but mm. say you're scrolling mindlessly through tiktok okay mm. you don't necessarily feel pain because you're not thinking about all the negatives but the second that you stop you're anxious you can't stay focused you're overweight because you've just been snacking and bingy in while you're on tiktok or you're not doing exercise etc 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 so i feel like it's just important to analyze the things that you're doing um because if you do feel i guess deftly then it's there's reasons because of it which you will be able to change no literally i mean who comes off after scrolling on tiktok for three hours and goes yeah i feel great yeah these aren't these aren't (laughs) things that are actually enriching you or making you feel better in any way obviously in the moment like you said it feels good because they're giving you a dopamine rush because mm-hmm. they're designed to mm. like by design, you know, obviously they're intended to be, be addictive and they're intended to be, um, what's it called? I was going to say self-satisfying, but that's not the phrase. Instant gratification. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what they're for. But then afterwards you feel like trash, obviously, because you haven't actually been fulfilled or added to your mm-hmm. life in any meaningful um, way. Mm. And obviously it's easier said than done, but, you know it's definitely it's, something to think about like you said if you're the kind of person who maybe thinks well i go on my phone and i'm fine maybe try not being on your phone for a little bit and and mm-hmm. seeing you know because if you can't be fine without it is it all i don't know like do you know what i mean if you can't yeah. if you can't live without it and it's this like device in your pocket and you, you can't even exist in the real world mm-hmm. without it then yeah and that's fine as you think you know and and that's the important thing what you just said if you can't exist in the real world like people forget that technology and phones like is not us it's become an extension of us and i don't like i don't deny that there's some benefits of technology to do like medicine etc but i mean we're doing this podcast with technology right yeah literally it's great yeah and we're connected it's connected to us but it's also in some ways disconnected but that's i don't want to digress too much into that um however like it's just Oh, I lost my train of thought. Well, what I was going to say is that when you're just, it's like empty calories of the mind. Each time you're getting a dopamine fix, you think that it's kind of like satisfying you. But the same way that eating sweets satisfies your hunger, but it doesn't actually give you nutrition. 
it's the same thing with your mind mm-hmm. when you're just feeding your mind with shitty dopamine hits from a tiktok video it's not actually like nourishing your mind your 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 mind is a muscle i'm pretty sure don't quote me on that yeah. your brain is a muscle I brain think, yeah. yeah brain your brain I is think. A don't quote me on that yeah. <laughs> so i was gonna be like these motherfuckers <laughs> But yeah, I'm like 95. percent I'm sticking with it. Your yeah. your uh, your brain is a muscle. So you, the same way that you train your muscles at gym, your biceps at gym, you gotta feed your mind. If not, it deteriorates, and then it develops all these these problems. And it's literally the causation of you mistreating it, meaning that the symptoms of a mis mistreated mind. Uh, what's about uh, a, a badly afflicted? I don't know. Like the okay, I was gonna say. Um, so the symptoms of someone that a mind that is uh, not properly looked after is mm-hmm. depression, is anxiety, is lack of focus, is just a state of illness and, you know, suffering. All these things is the causation of someone that hasn't looked after their mind properly. Um, and it's only up to you to actually do the work to, to look after your mind the same way that it's up to you to look after your body no one's going to force you to do these things and you know someone will tell you okay but life's not all about grinding etc etc but then you'll just go down your spiral you'll spiral into a pit until you decide okay enough's enough I'm not I don't want to be this person anymore like, I don't want to be in this suffering um, I want to be that person that's productive and trying to strive for the best version of myself that I can Mm-hmm. and obviously to be fair there's exceptions to every rule you know some people yeah. go through things at a young age which kind of scars them mentally before they mm-hmm. even know how to form thoughts mm-hmm. and that's a completely separate thing same way yeah. that some people for medical reasons can't help but put on weight that's yeah. a separate thing but if you know in yourself that you're healthy you're fine um and you're suffering from certain mental health obviously i'm not a mental health expert i can't mm. you know tell anybody what to do and I myself obviously have to take precaution to make sure I'm in good mental health all the time and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's things like that. Self-care, but like true self-care, not just like buying facials and doing yeah. like bubble baths and stuff. Oh, like I can't self-care stop. as in like, <laughs> you know, like being introspective and sitting down with yourself and being honest with yourself and facing yourself and asking, what am I really doing to take care of myself? You know, am I spending too much time on social media? Am I too um focused or preoccupied with making money maybe and do i even really need it for whatever situation i'm in in my life or or whatever or not necessarily do i need it of course we live in a capitalist society we all need money but yeah do we do i need that much how much of it do i really need you know do i need to be striving relentlessly mm. not sleeping engaging in this hustle yeah. culture mindset yeah, of like the 25 8 grind um that's making me feel depressed and anxious and like fearing for my future yeah. and whatnot you know just re- re-evaluating yeah because as we discussed on the podcast before materialism is an empty void that you'll be forever going into because it never gives you that satisfaction that you crave like that's why when you look at some of the richest people in the world they're some of the unhappiest a, an example robin williams he had everything he was one of the most uh like accomplished actors like famous rich etc and he killed himself this just shows that money does not bring happiness it can bring you comfort which can raise your level of you know basic i guess i don't use the word happiness because it's just not but it can can... increase your tolerance maybe because yeah you have have things to kind of 
pacify yourself with. Like if stuff mm-hmm. gets too difficult, yeah, book a flight, jet yeah. off somewhere on holiday, but you can't mm-hmm. keep taking holidays forever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. From problems and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, no matter where you run to, you can't run away from yourself. You can't run away from your mind. And mm-hmm. you don't want to be that guy in a Ferrari that's desperately miserable and sad. Um, and I believe that if you only solely chase money, I do believe that you there's a high likelihood that you will achieve it because the way the capitalist structure works, you can, if you know the right people and do the right things and just sacrifice your life, you can achieve things, you can get things. But if you neglect, like we just spoke about, your mind, your body, etc., all those materialistic things won't mean a thing to you because your mind will be just attacking you and it will be depressed and it will be malnourished. Yeah, so. 100%. Literally. Because happiness, you can't find happiness in physical things. I don't know. Maybe, you know, they say, what's, what's that thing Ariana Grande said in her song? Um, those people who say you'd, um, money can't solve your problems don't have enough money to solve them. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe I'm too broke to really understand. But no. I really do believe that chasing money is like, it's like a black hole, do you know what I mean? You will mm. never find fulfillment in that sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Again, yeah. maybe I just haven't had enough money to really understand. No, I, 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 yeah, right. I agree with you. But, like, you know, we've seen it time and time again. Like you said, I mean, not even just Robin Williams, you know, rest in peace, whatever, but... Yeah, rest sorry, in not peace. Re- whatever. Rest in peace, full stop. <laughs> but mm. um, but um, a bunch of people, especially musicians and, and entertainers for some reason, like, maybe they just get reported more because we won't necessarily hear about the businessman who's depressed, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just the proof is right there. Like, you can't buy happiness. You can buy a lot of things that can make you happy, maybe short term, but to truly feel like fulfilled, you know. But mm. everybody knows this deep down. I think it's just that the propaganda gets to you so much that you start to forget. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like the vast majority of people believe that money can't buy happiness. Mm. But it's just like when it's being shoved down your throat at every turn, especially with social media and influencers and everything flexing 24 seven trying to prove to you that money is happiness like i suppose if you're locked up or swept up in that world it can be hard to remember um that it isn't Mm, what's real and what's fake because your perception of reality and life and everything just gets distorted because think when you scroll through social media you're only seeing a frame of their life which is nine times out of ten a distorted frame because it's edited and it's changed to a certain narrative etc etc so you're seeing the world through a lens that is just not it's like it's like blurry and i know i'm kind of butchering the analogy here but um a point i wanted to make is that i feel like the important thing is to distinguish the difference between happiness and pleasure like in your own life like what is the definitions and the definitions to me is that happiness can only come from within there's nothing from the external that is ever going to make me truly happy and then anything that makes me quote-unquote happy from the external isn't actually happiness it's pleasures dopamine and serotonin so dopamine you get from when you're scrolling through instagram and you see a funny video you feel good for them a couple seconds serotonin comes after you do a gym workout or a run or you talk to someone and have a great conversation like these aren't quick hits it comes it comes after you've done the work whereas dopamine comes before you've done everything um and that's the difference from happiness and pleasure and when you distinguish the two you can kind of realize like oh 
I don't really want to go after and constantly chase chase pleasures because pleasures leave you. Pleasures quickly turn to pain. It's like two sides of a coin. Um, you, you, you are forever chasing pleasures, whereas happiness, you can live with happiness. Like, it's a part of you. It's like an accomplishment. Like If you do something, that will forever be in your backpack. And, you know, whenever the times that you're feeling down, that's something that you can remind yourself of, of like yourself, like it, it makes you who you are. It's a part of your self-worth. Um, so in them times that you feel a bit shitty or depressed, etc., the happiness that you've had previously, the true happiness is of, you know, you've accomplished something will come to surface. And that's the difference from uh, happiness is happinesses and pleasures. No, I feel you. Um contentment is the word i prefer to use just because i feel like happy and pleasure can sometimes mm. get like mixed up but contentment in it, it used in ex- exact same context that you already used it like you said is is that doesn't fade and it can't come instantly and going back to what you were saying about the dopamine and serotonin and one that you get from kind of just like getting a like on instagram or liking a video on instagram versus going to the gym going for a run or anything else that releases serotonin slowly, like a good conversation and things like that. Mm-hmm. Going back to the topic of sacrifice that they were talking about today, yeah, that was a big theme in that if you give in order to receive, right, yeah. all the time, and the more you give, the more you get. It's directly proportional, like it, it like real true, like it's a transaction that's just true of the universe, you know, universal law type type vibe. Like what you give is what you get. Nine yeah. times out of ten, anyway. There are exceptions I to every agree. rule, whatever. For the sake of simplicity, let's just say this is how, how the world works. And anytime you get something without giving anything, it's not real. Like, it's not... There hasn't really... Nothing's really gone in in any kind of permanent way. So you go for a run, you've given energy you've given time you've given pain you've suffered for that you've sacrificed Mm -hmm. something and in return you will receive the happiness or the contentment or the serotonin or whatever you want to call it in return and that's going to stay with you and that's real and that's a real good feeling that you're going to sit with for a while and you can build on that and Mm -hmm. it can become a part of you if you're sitting scrolling through uh, instagram or tiktok or whatever liking videos or getting likes and your brain's getting all these quick little hits of, of, of dopamine from social media you haven't given anything you haven't sacrificed anything you've you've cheated the system do you know what i mean mm-hmm, and that doesn't mm-hmm. work you can't you can't subvert the laws of of the universe of, of the, the laws that govern our existence and that's one of them you can't get something for nothing mm-hmm. and that's where this like void forms or this vacuum like in your brain in your brain or in your mind or whatever you want to call it and that's where the anxiety and depression and whatever kind of seeps in because all of that happiness is is fake you know you're not you're not you haven't made space to receive it. So it just kind of bounces off of you or like mm-hmm. falls off or goes away or whatever you want to call it. And it's not really real. And um, I was watching this video and this guy said something. He was actually talking about drugs, I think. He was talking about like the dopamine um, or the chemicals that would be released in your brain from, from drugs. And it was like a video called like why you shouldn't do drugs or something. And um, he said, whatever you take or whatever you steal, you have to pay back. Eventually. Yeah. Like whatever you steal, you will pay it back eventually. You'll, you'll get, have to give back eventually. And let's think about getting a quick dopamine rush from a like on Instagram as something that you've stolen, right? You've stolen a little slice of happiness. 
you will have to pay it back. And usually you pay it back with your mental health. Mm-hmm. And, and pain and suffering. Issues. Yes, and you pay it back in depression or, or anxiety or addiction now mm-hmm. to that form of social media or an addiction to whatever it is that you're getting your quick fixes from. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's really important to make sure that you're deriving happiness or contentment from stuff that's going to last, you know, so that the feeling actually lasts and stays with you. Yeah, like you said, it's mm-hmm. like the yin and yang of life, the natural duality. Yeah. Everything has a balance. You can't give and not take and vice versa. But mm-hmm. when you give, you always receive. Um, not necessarily meaning that you always intend to receive when you give. Like if you're giving selflessly, then you shouldn't expect a return. Mm-hmm. But, but regardless... Anyway. Sorry? Oh, I was just going to... Yeah, but one will come anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was just about to say. So yeah, yeah. you you do get a, a sense of like happiness and you feel good about yourself when you do selflessly give. So regardless, you know that there will be a type of, I guess, payment back when you do give. But like you said, when you just take and you don't give, the pay to pay it back is like, you've got to pay with suffering and pain and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. The natural law, mate. Mm. I feel like it's just important to then analyze like where you're giving and taking, um, because you can kind of, I guess, fall into habitual habit. Habitual habit. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> you can fall into habits. Um, the first one that comes to mind with myself is like my parents. Um, to do with things like around the house, like I know I can sometimes be lazy, and I know this isn't necessarily within the context that we were talking, but just for like the example that I was thinking of is mm. that you know, just because they've always been there to do certain things, I can take for granted the fact that they, they do those things. And then the, I guess the price I pay for taking is the fact that this could make uh, lead me to be a more lazy person or I, to, I am more, I'm more of a lazy person because of this. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, I, I would say to the people listening, just analyse, because there's going to be certain aspects in your life that you do take. So analyze your life and see the bits that you do take from people. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of the time it won't necessarily be like a malicious thing, like, oh, you're trying to steal their time or their money or their mm-hmm. things. But unconsciously or subconsciously, just unknowingly, mm-hmm. you will be doing this. Um, so, yeah, analyze yeah. it. And not just people, like mental things as well. Like, where are you taking your pleasure from mm-hmm. without actually doing any, you know, giving anything or doing anything to have received it in return in a more natural way Mm. yeah when you're just constantly whenever you're you feel impulses or whenever you feel like the urge to quote-unquote take or greed or whatever you have to you have to check it and that's what i try and do in my own life you have to analyze it that doesn't mean necessarily never do anything or never you know because we want things we're human we have these impulses we have these desires it's more about managing them to where it doesn't govern you and it doesn't literally like you can't control them it's a, a untamed beast within your mind and funny enough i think that ties into um remember you telling me about uh, plato's yeah, yeah plato's allegory do you want to explain that yeah about plato's philosophy of basically how humans are made up so he was saying that there's three components of a human being um that there's the man the lion and the monster and 
these are like the three facets of, of, the, of the human psyche. And the man is responsible for governing logic and reasoning. The lion is responsible for governing, um, I think it was, it's like social standing or social urges or pride or so- something along those lines. Yeah. And then the monster is uh, impulse and short-term uh, gratification and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So with like what you're saying about be mindful of what you're taking and be mindful of what you're indulging in and, 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 and what you're giving and things like that. So that would be like what Plato would describe as taming the monster. And you mm-hmm. do that by giving information to the man. So you, you take in certain maybe philosophical perspectives or advice from friends and family and you consider Mm -hmm. them logically and you reason them in the man part of your psyche Mm -hmm. and then ideally what you would do next is you would apply the knowledge that you've acquired from the man and give it to the lion which is responsible for governing your um i believe it's like social standing or ambition or or something like that something like that Mm. um social behavior you give it to the lion which then basically means you apply what you've learned in real life and you act out and you live out the knowledge that you've gained right and then in doing those things that would help tame the beast because you would no longer be engaging in behaviors which would feed what the beast wants which is instant gratification that's Mm -hmm. Forget about logic. Forget about reasoning. Forget about whatever. I want this right now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do this right and now. And I'm going to do it regardless of what the consequences are. Um, I need that dopamine hit right now. I don't care if I, I I need to be at work right now or whatever. I don't care if I need to be if I should be I don't know going gym right now or if I should be. I feel like gym is a recurrent example today, but I'm just like <laughs> I I don't even go gym. It's just a good. It's just yeah. It's a good example. Of like what you have to do when you have to yeah. work towards something. But yeah. I, I, I need to go gym today, but forget that. I'm going to sit here and scroll TikTok for a bit because I need that dopamine hit right now. So that's the monster. And an untamed monster is a very destructive internal force, according mm-hmm. to Plato, anyway. So then, like, to give an example, I guess, more concise would be... Um, let's use, like, food. Say you're on a diet and you want to lose weight. Or if, even if you don't want to lose weight, you're just on a diet, like, for banner. I don't know. You want to be on a diet. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah. <laughs> you're, there's a chocolate cake put in front of you. Logically, right, according to reason, according to the man aspect of your psyche, you know that you shouldn't consume that cake because the calories in that cake are going to be, you know, they're going to put you over your daily calorie calorie intake or whatever. Or there's too much sugar or, or you know, fat or whatever it is. You know, you yeah. know that you should not eat that cake. That's the logic. That's the reasoning. That's the man telling you what to do and then that would trickle down to the lion and you would engage in whatever social behavior that you decided to at that time but the the lion can also have an influence like for example if you were with this is getting very convoluted now but i'm already here so whatever like if you're at a party if you're like at a party let's say and that cake was put in front of you the lion might say well we're at a party and we don't want to we don't want people to see us scoffing our face with cake so let's just put it down so then you haven't used logic or reasoning really to like make that decision you've just used um 
social standing you've used what, yeah. what, whatever kind of social position you want to maintain you've used your lion to like make that decision anyway and then finally the monster would be saying eat the cake the monster mm-hmm. would be like eat the cake right now like we need that sugar we need that mm-hmm. fat we we don't care about we might die tomorrow yeah we might die tomorrow effort eat the cake like but you need to be able to tame that beast and override that impulse to make the correct decision anyway that's mm. the moral of this very long story you i feel like you explained that beautifully like it just <laughs> was like perfect um and <laughs> what i would say is that i and this is just my opinion is that also you need to analyze the man because you can also get i guess go too much into it of the logic and reasoning everything in your life to the point of negativity where it's no longer serving you rather than i guess holding you back um the example that i can give in my own life is i feel as if i felt a state or i was in a state of dissociation um from Mm. reality if people don't know what dissociation is um you can google it or just uh, my summary of it is that you don't even you feel as if you're living your life for a third person perspective because you're just analyzing everything even before it happens as it's happening after it happens so therefore you're never actually in the moment because you're just micromanaging everything simultaneously that you're so like you're just withdrawn um, and i feel like that is a uh, i guess symptom of being too reliant or i guess letting the man in your mind take over too much without sometimes you know i guess there's a healthy side to the monster of just you know letting yourself be free sometimes not always having to do the quote-unquote right thing because there is a balance with everything like it's not necessarily bad to eat cake once in a while yeah of course but to eat it all the time so yeah 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 that's why it's tame the monster not kill it because yeah. Still, you know, it's not necessary. It's it's only negative when you let it be louder than all the other component parts of yourself. But you're mm-hmm. not supposed to kill it. You just need to keep it under wraps, kind of thing. Yeah. Also, the, the um. Oh, sorry. Go on. I was just gonna say they all need to work in like harmony with each other. Word. Well, yeah. What um, was gonna say? Oh, reading about the lion bit because it's got different. One of the definitions is the spirited aspect of you and the other definition is the passionate aspect of you i'm going based on the teaching of what um john viveki said obviously shout out big up <laughs> what he said in his lecture which is where he referred to the line as playing a, a role that had more to do with like something like social relationships or social standing or mm. how you're perceived socially or something that's how mm. he put it which is why i said that yeah but obviously there might be um like alternative definitions and whatnot online but yeah yeah no that was no i feel like i would say we've both uh gone down the avenue like as in we've we've covered all corners type thing um the to to reload back to my main point of like t- or to summarize to give a conclusion um because we initially started with saying sacrificing the flesh for the spirit mm-hmm. so my interpretation is you know you have to give to take And you should also give without expecting to receive, but you know that you will still receive by the universe. Um, And yeah, um, analyze, analyze your actions, analyze what you're receiving and giving out. And yeah, just go from there. Try and spread positivity. (laughs) I guess I can really say. Yeah, you know, 
well, sacrifice the flesh for the spirit, you know, try mm. to make a conscious effort as much as possible to put away the egotistical things, mm-hmm. to put away the materialistic things in favor of the deeper, more real, longer lasting things like mm. love and compassion and building yeah. relationships with people in your life that you care about and, you know, valuing your ultimate happiness and contentment over short term pleasures 100 percent. and i would also say because these are the things that will give you the true moments of happiness in your life and those are the times that you remember you don't remember all the times that you're scrolling through tiktok but you do remember that one time that you accomplished that run that was so difficult or whatever it was um, and they're the times that will be with you until the end um, they're the things that you carry with you through life and they're the things that uplift your self-worth and your self-worth is a vital aspect of who you are to you um, because if you have low self-worth you have low like confidence you have low like self-esteem and your word doesn't mean much to you and to myself I feel as if it's one of the most important things to make sure that your own word to yourself you value it meaning that when you say you're going to do something you do it you commit to this thing you stick to it because if you don't even trust your own word, how can you even operate in the world? Like how can you go forth in the world and like live because you can't even trust your own self. So then it causes disruption, 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 I can't even say it within your world because then you can't trust other people or you can't, et cetera. It causes chaos. Um, So yeah. Um, Yeah analyze analyze that's all i can say but not to the point of destruction remember that you're only human if you're sitting here thinking oh you know i am this person that just does you know not striving for to be a better person and you let yourself be governed by impulses okay that's like as in it's not fine but at least you're accepting it they say the first stage is acceptance but if you spiral into negativity of like oh i am such a bad person and you know, you're really hard on yourself in that aspect, you're kind of like making the battle harder for yourself. You need to liberate yourself by being, okay, I've done this. I was a human and I made these human mistakes. But now with the knowledge, I'm going to decide like in this current present moment to be the person that I want to become in this moment and then just strive forward. And, you know, you won't always be perfect, but I feel as if as long as you're striving for that, you can never have a, you can never fault that. You can't, you won't be, you won't look back and have regret if you always knew, you knew in yourself that you was trying to be the best person that you could be. So, yeah. yeah, for sure. And remembering also that, of course, sacrifice isn't easy. That's like the whole point. It's a lot easier to go through life taking everything mm-hmm. and not giving anything in return than it is obviously to give and then also have to be patient and wait to receive for what you've given. So bearing in mind that if you aren't happy with the present version of yourself you're not going to transform into a different person tomorrow obviously it's going to take time and you're going to have to sacrifice things over and over and over again you're going to have to sacrifice parts of yourself over and over and over again Mm. until eventually you know you've reached that version of yourself that really does make you feel truly content or happy Mm. or fulfilled and that can take years you know Mm. this is like 
like we're talking about like, radical transformation because that was also another part of the message today he didn't you know the pastor didn't end by saying yes now go sacrifice your life and become a new person tomorrow <laughs> yeah. like it's a thing that you need to be doing every day try to make a daily sacrifice do you know what i mean whether that's every day you're gonna go for 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 a jog or every day you're gonna read a book that's gonna um help your help you mentally in, in some way or whatever or every you're going to start trying to meditate more or you're going to start trying to give up um certain things that you might be addicted to that you 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 wish you weren't do you know what i mean mm. yeah yeah Daily sacrifice and it's yeah. a long-term ongoing process not something that's going to quickly happen overnight mm. yeah no that's great and i i want to finish with this quote um action you take is a vote for the type of person that you wish to become no single instance will transform your beliefs but as the votes build up so does the evidence of your new identity and that's a quote from atomic habit and i feel like it just summarizes beautifully um everything that we just said mm-hmm. um so yeah thanks everyone for listening uh this is podcast number eight i believe um thanks for the thanks davina again for hopping on spitting some knowledge <laughs> and yeah um i'll leave a link to all my socials in the description a link to the venus stuff in the description um if you want to hop on the podcast just shoot me a message on instagram um yeah like i said all the socials will be in the description appreciate all the support as always and yeah until next time peace